The college football experience. Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by hall of fame bets. Yes. The sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by cut cut is a peer to peer social betting platform. That's us based and available in 40 different States. Head to cut.com. That's K U T T.com. Use that promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Uh, and we're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store, 15% off everything in the store from now until the end of the month with the promo code playoffs. Uh, so get on <laughs> over there and uh, yeah, cash in. All right. And remember as always folks too, let it ride. Hey, this is Pac-Man Jones. You're listening to S G P N let it ride. episode as uh, the news just keeps coming in college football uh, with just coaching icons left and right uh, leaving being hired all this you know it's just crazy shit left and right as uh, you can imagine youtube.com slash the college experience you can watch this episode I'm still uh, a wall from the studio for the next couple of weeks as I'm expecting my son to arrive and um, boom but this is big news this is big this is big news this is like like almost like uh Dundee Jr. arriving. Uh, yeah, what's as, bigger news? Harbaugh leaving Michigan yeah, or yeah, uh, I mean, the next generation of Dundee's uh, <laughs> coming in? Folks, uh, look, if, we're going to talk all about it because uh, there's a, a ripple effect potentially going on. And uh, yeah, uh, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swigga, database dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Woo! Now, to me, it was a no-brainer. I know it sounds crazy because I prefer college football over the NFL by a million, but it was a no brainer. Wasn't as shocked. I think as some might be, um, anyway, sh- and by the way, shout out to shout out to the great Rob Christensen. Bo hooking me up with that fire sweatshirt represent, you know, touchdown Washington Redskins, my Frank Herzog. Um, <laughs> I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, let's get it going. Let's get it fucking going. 
Yeah, buddy. I mean, yeah, a little bit of the heartbreaking news here, but let's let's be adults here. Interesting, nonetheless. Huge ripple effects uh, across both landscapes, the NFL and college football, in one fell swoop. Look, let's let, let let's let's figure out what it really means. Well, a, I want to just say, hey, are you happy now, NCAA? You got another coaching icon, you know, to leave essentially. I don't think he would have left having had he not had the pending, you know, investigations going plural. Um, and uh, you know, he was looking at potentially, he could have been suspended for the whole season next year. He's yeah. 60 years old. He'll be 61 this coming this to in 2024. And I'll break down several layers of this, but to me, you pushed him out the fucking door. Stupid yeah. to me, stupid, stupid, stupid. Cause he's one of the guys that makes your sport better in my opinion. Um, but the other side of this is if you're Jim Harbaugh, I don't want to deal with like coaching my own team. Now Harbaugh probably didn't have to deal with it as much cause his culture is really, really strong. I feel like, but you still lost like what McNamara a season ago, you lost a couple other players, uh, but the transfer portal, they, I would as much as I love college football, I would much rather coach in the NFL than this day and age with everything. Well, tampering the uh, commitment to and the effort you have to put into it. Yeah. Yeah. You're in your sixties. You might as well to kick back and just co coach in the NFL and have your off seasons, you know, kind of, you know, limited. I I was a little surprised he went to the chargers because of Spanos. Yeah. Um, to me, I, I still think that he could potentially be back in college football in the next two or t- like two to four years, because I just don't, that relationship is going to be interesting to watch because I feel like it's almost like Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Jones, where like any, doesn't matter how much you win. There could be yeah. a fuck you. And I, I quit at any time. Wait, was Spanos the uh, owner when uh, Marty shot? Schottenheim yes. Yes. Went, what? 14 and two yeah, and 14 got and fired. Two got fired. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, especially given like Harbaugh already having gone through this, you know, in the NFL and college football, it's one, one thing. And look, I think Harbaugh probably has become a little less, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like, uh, abrasive, uh, uh, to, to the people around him. It seems like you don't hear as many uh, reports. I don't know, man. I I was reading people the wrong way. His athletic director, Ward manual. They don't even, they don't even speak. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, to me, it it uh, it's a potential crazy scenario. I would say uh, there's a lot of dynamite in that uh, in that uh, organization right now. If someone lights the flame, yeah. but the Chargers, Spanos seems like the type of dude that winning isn't important enough to him to uh, put up with what it takes to you know make a winner, which is sometimes some pretty out there personalities. It seems like he wants it his way or the highway. And that's not usually what works with Jim Harbaugh. 100%. And that's what I'm saying. I was a little shocked that he chose the chargers. I thought he would go to the NFL because of the pending suspension, 61 years old, this coming, you know, throughout this football season. And he wants the super bowl. Well, and just, you have to deal with the fucking (gasps) portal and your, your players being tampered with like every week, college basketball, college football, until they get some better structure. I don't know how appealing it would be for anyone to coach on any level. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a reason why we've seen Nick Saban, Coach K, Jay Wright. You can add Harbaugh to yeah. this list. Who was uh, the uh, UNC coach? Um, yeah, Roy Williams, Roy Williams. Uh, uh, Davidson, Bob McKillop. 
you saw it even on the FCS ranks, you know, Maris is longtime coach after 30 fucking years. He's like, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're just seeing a brand new Dabo threatening at all times. Craig bowl at Wyoming, Dan Hawkins at UC Davis saying, no, 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 no. I don't want to fucking deal with this shit. I'm in my sixties. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like get the fuck out of here with this. Um, so that will be football is essentially AAU at yeah. this point. Well, yeah, and they, yeah. Like, there's there, you can clearly tamper, and then when the NCAA does put sank, you know, who's coming after Harbaugh, Harbaugh on these sanctions, you just had, you just had Caden Proctor, the offensive tackle from Alabama, transferred to Iowa, and then during his like press conference or, or you know his video release where he said he was transferring to Iowa, he's like, yeah, they were they were talking to me midseason, and look, I'm all, I mean, I know Alabama does it. I'm not saying Bama's, uh, you know, in the in the moral the high ground here, here, but I'm right. saying like. Uh, my point is though, is that we're investigating Jim Harbaugh buying some fucking cheeseburgers yeah. and you got shit like that going on. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's crazy. Money, money is flying all over the place. Of course they ran Harbaugh out of the door that I don't know if it's just because I I don't know why, you know, it doesn't make sense to me. Maybe he, his, his, well, he, uh, he, 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 he had comments. I think he had it out for right. them. They had it out. It was, the, it was like Tarkanian two point. It, yeah, it reminded true. me of Jerry Tarkanian at UNLV. Yeah. To the bitter end. He definitely like was still saying, you know, we need to be paying players. That was what at the, at the press conference yeah, right, prior, two weeks prior ago. To the right? national yeah, championship. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so I guess the first thing we'll say, is uh, where do they turn? I think the big thing is uh, Sharon Moore. I think everyone's thinking Sharon Moore. He coached Michigan what twice, two different stints. Uh, he coached one early. Was it the Bowling Green game? Uh, yeah, at- I forget. There were the the first three games were divided among four coaches. <laughs> uh, I want to say Jesse. <laughs> That's what's hilarious is like. Did did Harbaugh even coach the national chair? Like he coached what four games this past right. year? <laughs> uh, it's his program, but he only coached <laughs> half the games. Yeah, um, if even half, a fourth. Um, yeah. And uh, but Jerome Moore, that's one I know. I know uh, there's reports with Lance Leipold. There's reports with uh, you know other hot coaching names. I how would you buy it into to that right now? Um, as far as what do you mean buying into like it? buying yeah. into the potential that it's not Sharon Moore? We saw Sharon Moore cry saying, "His university, I love you, I love this university, <laughs> your Adrian." Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's it's a shoe in. I know Noah, Noah, who's a Michigan fan there in the state of Michigan. He said, "Oh, it's a done deal. Sharon Moore's next." But but I, you, you see these think, reports. Well, let's let's be honest. Uh, Sharon Moore has no real experience outside of the University of Michigan, and uh, I think it's a relatively recent you know promotion to the offensive coordinator gig. Um, so, but obviously, maybe they have a pretty good idea of what he's bringing to the table, and obviously, he's going to create uh, stability there. Um, so. When you're a national championship caliber team, stability is important. You don't want to fall off the ledge once you've gotten to the top of the mountain. So um, I think, I mean, and yeah, he's, he seems like a, a perfect cultural fit for Michigan. He loves them. Uh, you got to fucking love him based on those interviews. But are there candidates out there with far better credentials? Of course. So Sharon Moore played at Oklahoma. That uh, was a guard at Oklahoma in the, in the mid 2000s. Uh, he then was with what Charlie strong at, uh, at Louisville, then uh, Dan Enos and John Bonamigo at central Michigan. B- 
before you know Harbaugh hired him to the Michigan staff in 2018. So he's been with the Michigan staff since 2018. Tight ends coach, offensive yeah. lines coach, offensive coordinator. Uh, then uh, you know, somewhat head coach uh, this past year. Um, I just think that's the one, right? I just I would be pretty shocked. Now, obviously, this could have the ripple effect. We saw this with Saban going, them getting to Bauer. You know, could they land Lance Leipold? I I saw Chris Kleiman being mentioned. I saw, I mean, everyone, even Matt Campbell, which I don't even, I, I mean, I think Matt Campbell's a very, I good mean, coach. his name is always yeah. being thrown around mid Midwest jobs. Brian Kelly's name obviously had been thrown around. Uh, I've even seen some fans throwing Dion's name in the mix. Not going to happen, but would be fun. Um, Marcus Freeman's name getting thrown in there. Um, yeah. All of those seem long shots compared to Sharon Moore at this point, but you know, I do question it. I think I think if you're going to be a smart football fan, you need to you know not just live in the moment here. Sharon Moore did a good job, and he made all the right moves with the opportunity that he had. Uh, I, I I wouldn't fault Michigan for making that hire. I also wouldn't fault Michigan for going another direction. It's it's probably going to be bad for PR, and you know especially the racial component of it. Unless they go with another black coach, it's going to kind of be a black guy when you have uh you know a guy who checks all the boxes. Well, like and he coached what three or four games on your national championship run. National There's champ- just no yeah. way. There's just no way. It's not him, right? Yeah. It's going to be a bad PR look. If it's not him, is it a good coaching hire? Only they really know that, but if they have confidence in him and so far he has shown that I think, you know, I mean, look, you, you had to take a little bit of a flyer on Marcus Freeman and it's worked out for Notre Dame. So if you have to, if you have a guy that you think, He's the guy. I, He's I, young. I, and I would even argue that this one with Freeman, we didn't even see him coach any games. Like we got a pretty good big sample size of Sharon Moore this year. Uh I would say uh that's true as a head coach, but Freeman was what the defensive coordinator at Cincinnati during their playoff run. True, um, but Sharon Moore had the call like in, in that Ohio State game, he had to call some big time fucking plays. Big time plays. Yeah. Uh on third and fourth down in that game, also the Penn State game. Yeah, he did great. Uh, yeah. I don't think it, it would be a bad hire. I, I think even despite his inexperience and taking that into account, um, I think the offense ran pretty well with him at the helm running the offense. And uh, when he stepped into the uh, head coach role, he he won big games, which you know doesn't come easily for a lot of coaches. Yeah, it it, it does take head coaching chops to make the right decisions in those uh, situations. Fucking Brian Kelly's had a million opportunities, right? and couldn't get it done most of the time. So he doesn't do make the right decisions. Whereas a guy like Sharon Moore is given just a few opportunities and hits it every time. So yeah, shout out something to, to that. Shout out to juke 72 says so much for the enthusiastic spring ball. Harbaugh was talking about and uh, <laughs> yeah. And Matt Garrett in there. So you have a situation. I, I felt like Harbaugh was definitely gone when you saw Corum and um, you know, uh, McCarthy, yeah, McCarthy announced. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Uh, Matt Garrett saying so. Now they're going to be without their head coach, starting quarterback, leading rusher, leading receiver, number three receiver, starting left tackle, starting uh, left guard, starting center, starting right guard, uh, starting right tackle, leading tackler uh, in the linebacker position, starting defensive tackle, starting DN on both sides, uh, starting corner, starting nickel. Uh, and that's before now they have 30 days to transfer. Does Sharon Moore even want to take this job, especially considering the schedule next year? They have 
Oregon, Washington, Texas, Ohio State. Uh, who am I forgetting there? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Te- so I got the schedule here. Fresno, which you know, watch out. Uh, then uh, Texas at home. They, uh, then two weeks later, USC at home. Two weeks after that, at Washington. USC. There's another one. Uh, they're also at Brett Bielma in Illinois, home to Oregon at Ohio state next year. There's some big time matchups and uh, yeah, I mean, good luck because Ohio state on, and that's another, another ring. Yeah, whoever this. takes the, whoever takes the, the, the gig should be given, you know, uh, a, a longer leash, you know, and, and, and their, their first year performance should be, you know, taken with a grain of salt because the things are getting a lot harder. They're not going against the cakewalk that Michigan just yeah. walked at thir- 30 days. You still have tons of players that could transfer out. Now, maybe if you, if yeah. you want to keep those players, I think Sharon Moore is the higher. If you go elsewhere, yeah. those players are going to bounce. Hang on. We're going to talk more about it in a second, but want to tell the folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by uh, underdog fantasy. Look, underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. They got NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or low in your favorite players, fantasy stats and cash in. You can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter with some of those spicy plays they have. Uh, so what are you doing? Sign up, sign up with the promo code TCE SGP and underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, underdog fantasy promo code TCE SGPN. Uh, Juke's saying predict the Michigan record right now. Well, that's very hard to do, but yes, this is entertainment. So let's do it. Um, Are we assuming that Sharon Moore? Let's is the assume Sharon Moore is there. All right. Home to Fresno State, win. Home to Texas, loss. Uh, Patty C, uh, where are you at after the first two weeks? Sure. I'm kind of with you. I mean, I mean, they could just, lose the Fresno if they don't get their shit together with that money replacing, look, even yeah. if it was Harbaugh, if with leaving this many, I mean, their quarterback room, I don't know who this started. It could be Alex orgy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a, a, a replacement quarterback in, you know, in the wings here. So um, that's probably a loss to Texas. You're right. Definitely. I, I would favor Texas then home to Arkansas state. That should be good there. Then home to USC on Saturday, September 21st. I kind of think at this point that's anyone's game. I'm going to lean Michigan there. Yeah. You know, even with that many replacements though, to me, if you're Michigan, you want to catch them in November when it's cold. Um, I think that's anyone's game. It's true. But I think when you are both breaking in a new quarterback, uh, it pays to a be at home. It pays to be at home at any point, but and then uh, it pays to be a, a running oriented team, which Michigan is. So I think they'll be in a better spot for that game. Uh, I guess f- schematically based on their personnel. So uh, I don't know though. Like you're, you're right. I think that's a, probably a coin toss. Uh, I, I'm with you though. G- give that one to Michigan. Give that one to Michigan uh, home to Minnesota, PJ Fleck that next week. And then at Washington, I got them losing at Washington. Uh, yeah, that's probably a loss. I don't uh, know. Though. Washington new coach, but uh, I just feel like fish. that it's a tough environment. There, there's no way they're beating USC, Minnesota, and Washington with that with that many replace that many yeah. you know players between those replace. three. We're yeah. probably going to see another loss there. Uh, they get a bye week, then they're at Brett Bielma in Illinois. I think that's a dangerous game. Uh, expect them to be better this year. Um, that's a very dangerous game on the road. Yeah, 
and then home to Michigan State. Jonathan See, Smith that, is got to be smiling. That's the kind of game. Yeah, Jonathan Smith uh, probably enjoys that there's a new coach and that Harbaugh's not there for that, and the roster's completely turned over. But regarding the uh, Wisconsin game in Madison, no, no, Illinois that, game, Illinois game. Oh, Illinois yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. That's I think Illinois as, is better than than Wisconsin coming into next year. If I had to bet, I think Illinois is the team that's going to be better next year. But um, we'll see. Um, either way, that Michigan State game. If you're a Sparty fan, you're thinking, "Hey, okay." But then they're home to Oregon. I think they lose one of those three at yep. Illinois, home to Michigan State, home to Oregon. I agree. Then they're at Indiana. Don't look now. Kurt Signetti is in Bloomington and he brings in uh <laughs> Curtis Rourke and these are the breaks. Um right. Okay, they get past that one. I got them at this point. I got them at, at three losses. And then they're home to Northwestern and at Ohio State. I definitely think they lose at Ohio State. So I got them with four losses. I got them at eight and four, which I don't think would be good enough for the playoff. No, it would not be. Um you know what? Do you, what do you think the fans' reaction to that is? Do you think they'd be understanding? They gotta Obviously. be understanding. Your whole fucking team is gone. Yeah, the whole team is gone. The schedule's and, ten and, times and harder. Have you seen Ohio? And let's talk about that. Ohio State spent what thirteen million uh, allegedly, uh, bringing in just big time names. Caleb just Downs. On the tra- yeah, just yeah. on the transfer portal is what Ryan Day said. And they just hired Bill O'Brien. Um, Ohio State going all in. They think that I mean, even before this decision, they thought there was blood in the water with Michigan, and they just needed to from a rivalry standpoint. I think that Ryan Day could feel the pressure. Um, and Ohio State's schedule next year is 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 like Michigan's this year, in my opinion. Ohio yeah. State's schedule super soft Charming next year. Soft. So, yeah. I would I would argue that's the easiest schedule in college football next year, which means they're a shoe in for the for the playoffs, even yeah. if they lose to Michigan. Yeah, they can lose two. They'll still be in. Yeah, they're in. There, there's no way they're not in the 12 team. There's no way Ohio State's in. Unfortunately, yeah. if you're a Michigan fan, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is uh, if you're a Buckeye fan, Christmas came on uh, January 24th, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, true. Um, they were going to be competitive in uh, Columbus next year anyway, but I, I think this strongly, you know, now fa- I, I, well, I don't, what would put the spread on this game uh, at this point, you know, at this early juncture. Buckeyes minus seven. Um, yeah. Weehawk's got a good question here. Shout out to Weehawk. Uh, would the record be better with Harbaugh and the roster toner turnover? How much better? Yeah. I mean, I think Harbaugh people, you want it, you want people to, uh, to hate me. I think Harbaugh's a better coach than Nick Saban. Right. And I think you've seen it in the NFL. You've seen it in the FCS. I think, you know, now obviously, you know, Saban killed it at college football, but you could say Harbaugh did the fucking same. I mean, you, you win that much at Stanford. Um, you can't compare Nick Saban and Jim Harbaugh's college resumes. They're incomparable. Nick Saban destroys Harbaugh's. I would argue record. that Harbaugh's is way more impressive to me. <clears throat> Doing what he did at Stanford was very impressive. And San Diego. He took them. And San took, Diego. Yeah. Well, San Diego, I don't I didn't know as much about, you know, what there were as a program. I, I'm guessing they were pretty bad before he got there and he turned them into a winner. Yeah. Stanford was about to literally get rid of the yeah, program. Uh, uh, they were they on the verge. Really struggled under Buddy Tevens. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I will argue that any day. 
bring it on GBO farms. Look, Saban, what did he do at Michigan state? Didn't I mean, do much. I mean, yeah. what one great year. Didn't even win the big 10. Uh, Alabama, Alabama's winning national championships every decade, even before him. Gene Stallings woman in the nineties, bear Bryant before that. You know what I mean? Like you can go on and on. So to me, it's like, yeah, Saban dominated, but he, he did it at a place that dominates regardless of yeah. Saban. Yeah. It's, it's hard to know how much to attribute uh, Saban's recruiting prowess at Alabama to him or how much of that is related to the program. Either way, he was pulling in top classes, you know, 10, 10 years in a row. He did always have the most talented team in college football. Again, does that make you a great coach being able to recruit that to that level? Yeah. I think in college football, it does clearly in the NFL when recruiting isn't a factor, which is obviously Nick Saban's very much his strong suit. Uh, Harbaugh was a far better NFL coach. There's no question about He's that. He's a better football coach. I mean, to me, you get a track record like he did in the FCS. That's when you really have to fucking coach. Yeah. yeah. You're at San Diego. Where you don't even have scholarships. You know what I mean? So get the fuck right. out of here. I'll argue yeah, that I don't, all I don't day. think it's yeah. a, a necessarily yeah. a bad take that Harbaugh is a better coach than Saban. I think trying to compare their college resumes is a joke. I think Nick Saban's got the best college football resume ever. Jim Harbaugh has one really? national championship. Yeah. I would argue that all day. So okay. I just think to me, you win at Stanford. That's b- winning at Alabama. We've seen many national yeah. ch- championships at Alabama with different That's coaches. True. He did take yeah. Stanford to what? 12 and one. They throttled Virginia tech's ass in the uh, orange bowl. They were almost all. What, what was their loss that year? What was that? SC? 2000, was that SC or was that 2008? I, yeah. I, I feel like they lost one bad that their, their one loss was bad that year, but uh, either way. Yeah. Uh, be upsetting USC. With uh, when USC was number one, and Stanford had just gone one and eleven the year before. That that's phenomenal coaching. That's phenomenal coaching that Arbaugh did there. Shout out um, to Matt Garrett who gave us ten bucks saying I helped fund the OSU NIL collective thanks to all the quality locks <laughs> via SGPN. Pick Dundee, come down to my tailgate this fall, fellas. Yes, I mean the Ohio State uh, is OSU. Uh, I mean that's Ohio State, not Oregon State. Um, I mean. They're loaded, man. They're fucking loaded this next year. There's just, I don't know. I like Georgia's the only team right now that I think could, could beat them off the top of my head. You know what I mean? Like there's, you yeah, look at Georgia's that roster, still you look pretty at, damn good. <laughs> the one concern to me is Will Howard. Like Will Howard is still a guy that a gets injured all the fucking time and B how great of a passer is he with now? They're going to be a strong yeah. run team, but I mean, that's the it's only question mark for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, look, we're going to talk about the charger side of things in a second here, but before I do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by cut cut is a peer to peer social betting platform. It's us based and available in 40 different States. P2P social betting is a new and better way to bet, bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other uh, events with verifiable outcomes. Plus they got a ton of fun social features that give it a feel of, of a betting social network. So to speak cut offers lower vig and fully customizable odds, create your own bet all that good stuff. Uh, cut handles the payment side of the thing. So you don't got to chase down old Timmy coming out of the fucking dive bar with the lead. You got your lead pipe ready to crack them, get your money. No, you don't have to do that. Cut's going to handle all that for you. Social features include group chats, betting leaderboards, head to head history, user profiles, fan groups, and much, much more. And look, when I say cuts going to handle all that, they're not going to be outside of the bar with the lead pipe. They're just going to make sure he pays first. Um, so 
Check out uh, cut.com. That's K U T T.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Yes, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Once again, use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And folks, don't forget the SGPN merch store. We're brought to you by them. 15% off everything in the store from now to the end of the month with the promo code playoffs. Uh, we're competing against other shows for a bonus. So, Hey, TCE fans, go get that Patty C fan club shirt. Go get that college football experience or pick Dundee t-shirt. Uh, and remember as always folks to let it ride. All right. Now, uh, yes, Alabama was 26 and 23 under Shula. Understandable, but it's still out of fucking Bama. We, they have, a, they were like one of the most winningest programs before Nick Saban. <coughs> Nick Saban came in and dominated. Credit to him. I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but I would argue yeah. all day that winning at Stanford or winning in the FCS yeah. is the a, previous guy, uh, the the previous owner of the most national championships of all times by a single coach at a single school, also belonged to Alabama. So yeah, if there's a place where you can win a lot of championships as a head coach, it's already been proven that Alabama is that place, even though that's a relatively small sample size, I guess if it's just bear Bryant, you know, but look, I'm not trying to discredit Nick Saban. Nick no, Saban that's what I'm is, saying. I'm not trying to, it's just, I, I would argue, I, I believe in my argument. I think yeah. you make a point that very few people are willing to even dive below the surface level and make. So, and, so what yeah. happens if Kalen DeBauer wins a, wins a national championship in like the next five years at Alabama? Cause we well, saw, I mean, uh, two or three, then they'll give they'll give Saban a lot of credit for building it to that point, you know, but building it, it's been there. <laughs> that's true. I mean, LSU, like you said, who, who won a championship uh, at LSU? I got to pull up their thing, but uh, I want to say less miles, Ed Orgeron. Um, and then I feel like someone else uh, back in the, the day, right? Did they yeah, get one they, they, fifty in the fifties? They got one, right? Oh, maybe it was uh, or or uh, Les Miles lost one and won one. But either way, they went to four, you know. And so uh, basically, every four years they were in the national championship. And they, after how many years would you say after a coach leaves the program, would you say it's the new coach's program? You know, you you can ride someone's coattails for like two or three years. I feel like, but after four years, that's your program now. You know, yeah, and uh, and look, they did it for like fifteen or sixteen years, where they're still winning after Saban left. So I think LSU has proven itself to be, you know, a program independent of what Nick Saban done uh, did, and I think Alabama will ha- has proven that prior and will prove it afterwards. Yeah, I mean, too. they, pr- yeah, I watched Jay Barker and fucking Gene Stallings and George Teague win a national championship in the fucking nineties. I mean, come on, who True. are we kidding here? Um. Uh, let's talk about the charger side of things because, uh, like I said, I think there's a lot of dynamite within that. Uh, like this is one we could look back and it could work out and the chargers could win a super bowl. I also think you could look back and say Harbaugh leaves in two years and, and, you know, maybe he heads to another NFL team or maybe he heads back to college. I don't know. Or maybe he just retires, but, uh, I don't know. I think it's, I like, I mean, to me, the chargers are a forgetful ass franchise in LA. Uh, they're yeah. cooler in, in San Diego and, I don't know. Harbaugh coaching that, that filthy SoFi dome. You know, I hate that stadium. Yeah, there's uh, a lot to hate. I don't want to yeah. hate. I want to wipe the slate and give the guy a fair shot. Uh, 
but what they play, like you said, they move from San Diego. That makes them hateable. They're the number two team in their own city. That makes them hateable. Uh, they abandon the shit out of their loving fan base in San Diego. Uh, and they play in a fucking dome. There's yeah. a lot you can hate. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's make a little prediction here. How long do you think he lasts in LA? Four or five years. Do they win a, a Super Bowl? Mm, I don't think so. No, I think I think he went. That's the wrong gig for him to win a Super Bowl. You know, I just I think, think with Herbert, that's awesome. But once again, they're going to clash. I I I'm, I guarantee you, Spanos and Harbaugh are going to clash, and I just don't see the ending well. But can he win a Super Bowl? quickly there potentially. I think he walks into a more talented team than people realize. Um, yeah. I mean, look, that's always been the thing with Harbaugh is when he, he's going to establish the run, he's going to have a good defense. Uh, and when the quarterback play is elite, like when they had Andrew luck, then all of a sudden they're a great team, you know, for the first five or six years at Michigan, he wasn't able to develop a quarterback and they never could get over the hump. But once he got a good quarterback like McCarthy going all lo and behold, they're able to get over the hump. He walks into a guy who's hitting his prime as a, a franchise NFL elite quarterback. So it's a good situation. It's a lot. He's a hell of a lot better quarterback than they had in Alex Smith or Colin Kaepernick. That's for sure. Yeah. 100%. Uh, all right, folks. Well, look, uh, NC Nick's at Disneyland spending all of his money. He'll be back. Uh, we're going to break down the ACC and Big 12 schedules uh, over the next two weeks. Buckle up. We just dropped an FCS episode with all going through every single FCS coaching change on the FCS college football experience and this, this very podcast. Um, college basketball experience will be back later tonight, having a big time day in college hoops as far as big time matchups uh, and the slate to March continues to heat up. Give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. And we're going to, we'll be back breaking down. If it's Sharon Moore, we'll be back talking about that. And obviously everything else going on in college football. We talk college football year round. We've been doing this shit for years. Uh, give NC Nick who's not here on this episode of follow uh, at NC underscore underscore N I C K. Tell him, tell him you missed him. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And uh, appreciate the chat rocking with us. Check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out the college baseball experience. We dropped a uh, Pac-12 preview out. Uh, Boom! As their season goes into full swing in about uh, three weeks, I think it is. Uh, any other you thing? Know, you I got to say? one more thing to What's say. That? I, I, I was commenting before about how the Houston Oilers were able to rock the uh, the Columbia Blue, the Powder Blue, whatever, and turn it into a thing. You you either have to. Uh, become you're either a pussy team when you're wearing that colors or you become bad guys or you do something. There has to be something about you that makes you cool and, and, and takes it to a different level. Harbaugh slamming the ball down the throat while wearing powder blue jerseys. It's kind of cool. It could be a thing. We, we Hawk in the chat's already saying he's going to be the chiefs next head coach after Andy Reid leaves his wife's from <laughs> Kansas city. You know, we're already oh, getting man. Harbaugh on the move talk. Uh, yeah, I like him in the dark blue, man. Go back to the to the Stan yeah, Humphreys era. Those back. Stan yeah. Humphreys Jr. Seau era. Uh folks, appreciate you rocking with us. We'll be back talking more college football, obviously, throughout the week. And uh as you know, ACC just dropped their schedule. We're gonna break it all down, folks. Uh we already dropped we already dropped the Big Ten 
and uh, SEC schedule breakdown. So go listen to those episodes. And until next time, this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot. We can really run and shoot.